love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Hey, hey, hey. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Thursday. Oh my goodness, it is May 30th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Everyone, we are one day away from the promised land. There's Drew. I just got a fully customized coffee mug. I just thought I'd like the world oh, to know Oh, how that. cool is that? Did your lady get you that? She did. Did you give? Her, did you put a ring on it yet? Nope. All right, right over there is Bethany, the mouth from the south. You know what? I think I might have planned my son's birthday party on the same weekend that someone else planned a birthday party. But I didn't know that because they didn't invite the boys to the birthday party. And so now the times are overlapping. And another mom told me that. Do you see what it's like to be a mom? Hashtag mom life. Mm -hmm. You know, I just figured this out. I think he's kind of like country's David Hasselhoff, our host, The Fitz. Wow. Thank you. You're both tall. You're both singing. and you're both huge in Germany. I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I consider that to be one of the greatest compliments I've ever received. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, one time somebody called me the Vince Vaughn of country. <laughs> yeah, but I think that was you. <laughs> no, it was a listener a long time ago. Oh, okay. And, and maybe it was just one listener, and I loved it because I never forgot it. It's very special. That is special. But David Hasselhoff, what's up? Why? Specifically because it was Vince Vaughn? No, maybe because, you know, we're edgy. Ooh, we we go out there. We, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Paint outside the lines. You got to paint outside the lines. Bethany. Do everything off the cuff because all of his acting seems like it's off the cuff. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he's actually following a script. Oh, it's always the same character. Really. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, except there was that one, that one movie where he was the mean stepdad. Remember that one with John Travolta? Oh yeah, I forgot he was. Yes. In that. Yeah, he was a villain. And he did play. Uh, he he played Norman Bates in a weird, uh, mm-hmm. Psycho remake. Well, that's weird. Well, what else do you guys want to talk about today besides the actors? Uh, Drew, who are you like? <laughs> who, who are you? Well, there's the obvious Al Borland. Uh, yeah, you're from home time. Home improvement. Home improvement. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, who else? Maybe, I- maybe a little Seth Rogen because, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll be Vince Vaughn. You be Seth Rogen. <laughs> okay. Okay, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Who are you? I have no idea. I don't know. Oh, Charlotte Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett sorry. Jo- I thought you were the movie guy, Drew. Well, I, you know what I mean. You knew what I meant. Yeah. Message to Do you want to be Scarlett Johansson? I, sure. Okay, so what I we guess. should do right now immediately, we'll put up a like, brand new photo. Vince Vaughn, Scarlett Johansson, and Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty cool movie. <laughs> that would be a cool movie. That be a good one. Great little rom-com. Yeah, we should, we should write a little plot for it or something. Uh, all right, uh, what else is... Oh, let's get our warm-up jam going today. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, yes. Cougar alert, Bon Jovi. our warm-up jam just warming up before we kick off the show today 
right, here comes Thursday. Let's go. It happens live. And now. Now. FIT with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me stories of the day? I am your what are you kidding me anchorman and I'm here for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Doing what I what I bring to the world kind of. Look, you're born for uh, it. Yeah, thank you, Drew. <laughs> thank you. You stupid bachelorette people. That's the title of the story. Another TV weatherman ranted when people on social media complained about interrupting normal coverage for a tornado warning. This time it was in Ohio and it happened Monday night during the bachelorette. People went nuts that the weather got... By the way, I should say that some unbelievable, horrific tornadoes hit Ohio that night. So people don't care. Right. Yeah. Because people are losing their, their you-know-what minds. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> Sure, there's a possibility we're all about to die, but you're right. right. Who gets the rose? <laughs> yeah. I miss yeah. that you know? music sting where it goes dun-dun, and then it shows close-up shots of everyone's eyes. I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio, by the way. Uh, I think this is the weatherman and his rant. Heavy rain is between you and the tornado. I was just taking social media. We have viewers complaining already. Just go back to the show. No, we're not going back to the show, folks. This is a dangerous situation, okay? <laughs> it's nice, right? Think about this. This was your neighborhood. I'm sick and tired of people complaining about this. Our job here is to keep people safe, and that is what we're going to do. Some of you complain that this is all about my ego. Stop, okay? Just stop right now. It's not. I'm, st- I'm done with you people. I really <laughs> am. This oh, is my gosh. Get up. Get up. a dangerous situation here. Wow. All right. I'm sorry I did that. I'm just, it just really bothers me that we have people that don't care about other people's safety around here. That's just ridiculous. He should have got like a rose and crumpled it up and just jumped on it. And then back to the Doppler. Nobody gets the rose. That's right. Fitz happens live. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show. My name's Fitch, reporting live outside the courthouse right now, where a family has ended up with a baby they didn't plan on after a sterilization procedure that went wrong. Yes, folks, a family is suing their hospital and doctors for close to a million dollars. The couple says that the cost of raising their daughter shouldn't be their responsibility alone. Parents Jim and Jen, I repeat, Jim and Jen, arranged for Jen to have her tubes tied after she gave birth to their third baby. But the operation didn't take place, and uh, uh, Jim became pregnant a couple months later. Oh, see, now that's different. See, I uh, thought she actually nope. got the procedure, nope. and then it just, you know, oh, there was that 1% yeah. that it didn't work. One but, snuck through. Yeah, but this is where she this paid for something that did not occur, and wow. they were supposed to have done it. Wow, this this could go to the Supreme Court. No, I think what it about should. personal accountability? Like, hey... You're, you you haven't been worked on yet, so please don't no, 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 use no. the equipment. That's not what the deal was. They arranged for the procedure. She had her baby, like I'm assuming probably a C-section or something like oh. that. She was supposed to have her tubes tied. Gotcha. The doctor didn't do it, but she ended. She did pay for it. But they told she, her they, they did it. They told her they did it, they and let she her ended believe. up pregnant. Oh, 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 so this is so confusing now. My gosh, no, this it's is not. A bizarre... It's no, not confusing I get it at now. all. Bethany just explained it clearly. Okay. So she went in. She thought she had the procedure, but the procedure, in fact, was not done. Therefore, she was operating under (laughs) under the uh, idea that she, you know, couldn't. I understand. Get 
It's like you took your car and you get the oil change, and you pay for the oil change, and you drive home, and you find out they just left your old oil in there. They never changed your oil, and it caused your engine actually, to blow I, up. I think that's the <laughs> no. Actually, I think that's the problem. There was definitely a a tire and lube express that happened that occurred, and then a little baby came. <laughs> well, let's hear from Jen because I um I see that there's some audio from from Jen. Yes, Jen was of course shocked when she became pregnant. I was floored. The twins were still 10 months old. I was in the thick of it then. I couldn't imagine being pregnant again. I couldn't imagine having a newborn again. I didn't want to be pregnant at all. Wow. Wow. And, and here she's explaining why the hospital should share all the costs. Oh, this is Jim. The nurses missed it. The doctors missed it. The administration missed it. So usually there's safety nets where one of them is going to catch it. But all of these little holes lined it up perfect and we fell right through everything. If a man got a woman pregnant, they'd have to pay child support, right? So isn't this kind of the same thing? I mean, the hospital didn't actually do the deed here. It's a little bit different. But she thinks the hospital should share some of the cost in raising her because they obviously made the mistake and did not tie the tubes. Well, here's the question. Do you even think she loves her new daughter at all? Not that we don't love her. Not that we're not happy. Not that she's not an important part of our family. She's everything and more. But it still doesn't mitigate the fact that there's pragmatic costs to raising a child okay you know what this baby's gonna need some some straight up therapy you hear that (laughs) it doesn't mitigate the fact that there's pragmatic costs she's been speaking to an attorney (laughs) (laughs) you're listening to the fit show fit happens live it's choose your news it's choose your news everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today it's choose your news i'm gonna tell you about the happiest people the happiest people overall are women who aren't married and don't have kids. <laughs> Is that some sort of study? <laughs> yeah, standing outside and looking around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just observation, really. Yeah. Uh, but men have the opposite experience. Married men are happier than single men, according to this new study. Isn't that interesting? I, yeah, Drew, are you hearing that? It's telling know, I'm you pretty what, happy. It's telling you, yeah, but you're saying that to the world when maybe what you're really doing is crying out to the world, I'm not happy. No, I'm pretty happy. I don't know what I would have to not be happy about. But the people who are saying that, Drew, I mean, really aren't happy. No, I'm pretty happy. Are you okay? (laughs) I'm pretty happy. Are you okay? Did you see my coffee cup? Did you see my custom coffee mug? I'm happy. Yes, but the study says the happiest people overall are married men. uh, And the happiest people, uh, as far as women, uh, are women who aren't married and don't have children. I believe that because women take a lot of roles on when they have kids right. and, and husbands and whatnot. They, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, they yeah. take duties. So, yeah, the guy is happier whenever he's... Yeah, when he's being taken care of. Right, so yeah. the two yeah. the two fit hand in hand. And the woman is a lot happier whenever she doesn't have a man and kids to take care of. <laughs> oh, my God, we've just solved it. Crack the mystery. <laughs> All right, uh, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, NASA just discovered some interesting new real estate. They found 18, 18 more Earth-sized planets in our galaxy. How'd they find them? Well, you know that the Kepler spacecraft was looking at the sky, and it was looking at all the stars, and it was finding all these planets. They actually found about 2,500 planets, and they thought that was the end of the data. They'd seen everything they could see. But a German scientist took that data and decided to crunch it in a different way, looked at it differently, and they determined that what they had missed were these planets that were small. They were they were smaller than the big giant planets out there. They're easy Earth-like to planets, right? Earth-sized planets. And they said, in fact, several of these that they found orbit in a similar orbit to Earth. So they could potentially be 
life-sustaining planet that are in the golden belt that we're in. I'm telling you. Interesting, man. Science I mean, we is can't amazing. ignore the fact that, come on, we, we there is absolutely something ab- else out there. Well, there's I mean, 18 more places to We know to there is. It. Yeah, yeah. I think. You know, Galaxy's getting crowded. It is. It's busy. It's interesting. Uh, a lot of cool stuff out there. All right, uh, Bethany, the mouth from the South. Choose your news. Well, um, Trump's kids and their spouses, all of them, are set to meet the young royals when they join the president on his official visit to the UK. Which means that, you know, I mean, it's the royals. Mm-hmm. So, I guess it's a family affair. He's, you know, he's bringing, ev- everyone's like, listen, we don't go on all that, but we want to go meet the royals, okay? So, we want to go meet Will, Will and Kate. We want to hang out with Harry and Meghan. The English royal family wants to meet the American royal family. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I just find it interesting that all, the entire family's going for this, you know? It's like they didn't go to Japan just now, but e- they're all going Everybody to the will tell you. Everybody will tell you. Hanging out with the royal... Yeah. Um, you know what, though? What if you hung out with the royal family and... and it wasn't all those cracked up to be like, what if it was like the most boring day of your life when you're like, oh, oh my God, we should be partying it up. Right. They got all this pomp and circumstance yeah. and guards. Yeah. And, uh, and now Harry, he was the fun one. And now he's all. Now he's all dad. Yeah. Tied down. Oh, man. All right, then. There you go. Thursdays, choose your news. <laughs> Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And you know what? Snap a selfie. Pics or it didn't happen. Pics or you're not listening. Uh, and, and also, if you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, and just keep it on. That's right. That's what a P1 is. It's someone who locks this show on on their number one preset, and they never take it off. That's all it takes to be in the club. I'm a little uh, upset at Bethany the Mouth from the South today. She's right uh, on the other side of the studio. I'm not going to lie to you. A little bit upset at her. Uh, because she gets really, really, really bad gifts from my kids. Really bad things that could just, that aren't safe, you know? Uh, she, she got them these little shoes with uh, little wheels on the Everyone bottom of them. Everyone knows what they Heelys. are. They're Heelys. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And they not only go through my house uh, and make little tracks all over the, all over the no, floors, they don't. but they're always they're falling. To. Children mm-hmm. are always falling to the point where I said, you cannot even get on those things unless you have a helmet on so i made him put a helmet on and then that just takes things to another level you know apparently they don't have fun anymore if they have a helmet on and then if we go outside they have uh, you know then each of them have to uh, you hold one of my arms just to to, you know, to use the things or they fall so it's like i'm just a bundle of nerves the entire time they have these things on and uh oh my gosh how did we survive i mean <laughs> We had bikes, and we were gone from dawn to dusk. There was no such thing as a bicycle helmet helmet when I was a kid. My gosh. Our parents didn't even have car seats. Well, you know what? Or seatbelts. We didn't have seatbelts in the car I grew up with. Well, I don't know how old you guys are, but I'll tell you what. Um, Haven't we learned from those times, right? I'm just saying. I'm I'm a kid of the 80s, and I also learned. My older brother had a concussion from hitting his head. Well, it's natural selection. If we have learned these things... (laughs) Then why aren't we, you know, getting a little bit smarter? If we know that, you know, I watched our, our, our kids fall down, you know, twenty times in a period of three minutes, huh? Maybe roller skates in the house on the bottom of shoes ain't such a good idea. 
But I will say, I've always been just the tiniest bit jealous when I see a kid with the Heelys on and they suddenly just take oh, yeah. off. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, if like I was you're, a kid, in a, you're in a Walmart and the kid just starts you. running. If you were a kid. Yeah, if I was a kid, I'd love them. Oh, yeah, they're great. Oh, yeah. And that's Think not... about it. You could, like, you know. For the kind of kid that you were. Right. And you were always pulling pranks. Do as I say, not as I do. You, exact, that's exactly right. Because mm-hmm. you were... I mean, I've I've said to you, right, and I would hope that my mom or dad, if they watched me fall down, would say, "Hey, put a helmet." But they on. wouldn't have. And get up, dummy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is just right. Man up. <laughs> See, a, a parent would Man. be thrown in jail today for that, but we yeah. would just laughed it off out there. Get up, you dummy. Oh, you think we're kidding? Like my, my seventh grade football coach, Coach Boner. I'm not even kidding you. Would straight up hit us in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah, smack. Bam. Thanks and then, next time, and, and, then, and then if he was really mad, we you know, and gave us D Hall, you know, you don't want D Hall two licks. Like he get, he loved just bam, licks straight up licks. Seventh grade, yeah, with a huge. Paddle. I'm just saying, if you ever anyway. had the, if you had, yeah, the type of kid that you were yeah. for your parents, if we, I, I would be in a mental institution. Like I cannot. Hmm. Your mother is a saint. You're kind of halfway there. But I anyway. have no idea how she did it. <laughs> What's you, that have to do with them roller skating through the house? I'm just house? saying that you were a lot worse than that. I mean, you were like, you know, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. It's just a wheel on a, on the bottom of a shoe. And you know what? They'll have it down within two weeks. If anybody has any you know, advice on how we can handle these, if, if, if you're also having issues with those Heelys. Helmet's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I made my kids put on a helmet. Sure. And okay. I think that's a great idea. All right. We'll be right back. Uh, reality check is on the way. This is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand by for The Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip coming up in just a little bit from Bethany. What's going on? Miley Cyrus is talking. Uh-oh. <laughs> and all She's it talking? Takes, all it takes is for her to talk. She loves getting TSA pat-downs. She, I'm going to tell you. She's coming in like a wrecking ball. I'm going to tell you exactly what she means coming up in just a few minutes. Drew standing by with the Thursday reality check. This is the fourth worst month for tornadoes ever recorded, and the threat continues with watches and warnings posted in half a dozen states from Oklahoma to New Jersey. Yeah, we keep talking about it because it keeps going on. This week alone has been record-breaking. Tuesday, there were 19 tornadoes recorded across five states. Just on Tuesday. Now, didn't week. we, on wow. Tuesday, we you stopped in the middle of us talking. We were having a conversation over dinner or something, and you your phone got an alert for New York City, Metro. There was a, yeah, there's like a, a funnel tornado spotted warning. in New York City. Yeah. Interesting. Why'd they come to your phone? I don't know. Because I, I, I have certain people who need to contact me, and they contact me. Hmm, interesting. Embedded correspondence. It's like Batman mm-hmm. with tornadoes. Oh, it's so much bigger than Batman, you have no idea. Well, uh, but anyway, is, but back, it, it, yes, back yeah, to the, the crazy weather. The weather is just absolutely insane this season, along with those tornadoes. Of course, we have flooding. We have a, a whole slew of problems. Did you hear what, what they're thinking about the uh, record levels for the Mississippi and yes. Arkansas rivers? They say it's not rivers. going to go down either. Yep. Record like flooding. Just the Mississippi alone, they're saying they are predicting, uh, at the rate they're predicting it to continue rising, it could cause billions of dollars of damage. 
uh, just with that. And that's Once and again, some of those are real infrastructure damages like bridges. So, Drew, whenever we talk about the wildfires that happen, now mm -hmm. we're talking about more flooding and all this kind of stuff. All of these type of events, you always say talk, you talk about insurance. Don't all of these yep. type of events? We are all sharing in that pool of expense. So nobody escapes that no matter where you live in the country. Oh. I have another interesting and, and weather remember, note. Like, and real quick, just the other day we were talking about you know, the strength of these tornadoes and how in Ohio, you know, just devastating F4, F5s in the middle of the night hitting. It's like, you know, when you're sleeping, my gosh, how do you prepare for, for tornadoes of that magnitude? It's like you almost don't have a chance. And, yeah. you know, these these tornadoes are getting bigger and more frequent. Just Definitely like more frequent. Yeah. It certainly seems like uh, yeah. the frequency is up. Uh, on another weather note, when we're talking about that weather, uh, I think it was two weeks ago, one of my good friend's wife was flying for business, and her flight, two weeks ago, I think it was the weekend before Memorial Day, her flight got canceled for snow, got snowed out in Denver two weeks ago. Wow. I mean, the weather is yeah. just, it, it's, there's it's pretty crazy. Drive five miles, you'll have a whole different weather pattern mm -hmm. going on. It, it's insane. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. You better get right. Yeah. Drew. Uh, you know, I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> All right. What else is going on? <laughs> well, think of, uh, speaking of someone else who's got to get right with his people, Mueller, this Mueller thing will not go away. He made his first uh, public statements broke since the, the Mueller silence, report. Right? So from what I understand, he, yeah, he's speaking and he, he's saying that he did not clear the president. Yes. So when given very direct questions, he said, no, we did not find uh, you know, a smoking gun evidence of a crime, but we also did not find that there wasn't a crime. So he was dancing around the issue. Um, let's see, his, his exact word was, um, if we had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. Uh, so he is kind of leaving the door open. At the same time, he said he's retiring from public life. He's going to go, you know, back into his private life Boy, and be out of it all. After that, wouldn't he's you? He's actually no. He's entering uh, a Bassmaster uh, fishing competition. So no, that's what. He's not. Yes, he is. Mm -mm. He's going to be a professional fisherman. I saw that on the Travel Channel. <laughs> I, I think that. <laughs> Unfortunately, what most of us are hungry for is an answer, a yes, a yeah. no, some sort of binary answer to help us And you know us what? We are not going to get that, get that answer on this that show. That is not the job of this in show. In any way, shape, or form. There you go. The Thursday Reality Check. Just letting you know, it's The Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fist Files. Let's see what is trending right now. Guy uh, Fiari. Guy Fiari. Who, who's Guy Fiari again? He's the, the guy from diners, drive-ins, and dive bars or whatever. He goes around the country and he has yeah, you know, different crazy hair. Really, the blonde hair, right? right. Spiky really hair. Yeah. Uh, this is trending. Guy Fiari's wife says she hates his frosted hair. It's kind of cruel. You know that someone has to be married to Guy Fiari, you know? It's <laughs> cruel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've never really watched him. I just know. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Bethany's standing by with the Fitz Files. What's going on today? Well, you know, David Letterman's new show. Uh, well, it's not a new show, actually. His, um, well, it's certainly not the late show, but uh, it's called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. It's on Netflix. Um, he has a lot of uh, people. Ellen DeGeneres is on the new season. Also, Kanye West, which I'm really interested in watching. And Kanye gets pretty candid about his bipolar diagnosis, which um, I think is going to be pretty cool. He says, quote, if you want these crazy ideas and these crazy stages, this crazy music and this crazy way of thinking, there's a chance it might come from a crazy person. 
Oh, I love that. He's yeah. speaking from my soul. <laughs> and I think he's well, speaking for me, too. Thank you. I, I don't I've know never why. agreed with anything he said, but that's cool. Be- because I don't know what he's going to say, yeah. I'm probably going to watch it just right. to see what he's going to say. Um, sad She's news. in the money. <laughs> Thank you. Um, sad news because Kit Harrington. Apparently, he was suffering from um, just general exhaustion and a little bit of alcohol abuse. Um, Also, I think he was dealing with the emotions of his character coming to an end on Game of Thrones. He was very, very um, emotional about it. They actually showed a documentary last week, I believe it was, um, on Sunday night. And it showed um, the actors doing the final table read. And it showed him getting emotional. Like, for instance, whenever he found out that his character kills Daenerys, he, like, tears up. And anyway, he also dealt with, um, he had he, had, he struggled to deal with the fame that the show had uh, thrust him into, basically, overnight. And um, he has entered a type of rehab. $120,000 a month. Yeah. Um, they're calling it a wellness retreat. Yeah. But it is what kind of, like you, a You can buy a lot of wellness for 120 k every month. I wonder what, what, what why it is $120,000 a month. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I, I really don't understand that. Who could explain that amount of money? That's $4,000 a day. Who is worth the, uh, what? what? What doctor is charging that much? I really want to know that. I, I, I can't imagine. Because that is not right. That's taking advantage of probably someone who, who jumped into some wealth. And it's taking advantage of their money. I'm sorry. Well, in a vulnerable state. I think for 120000 yeah. a month. Well. And Miley Cyrus. Well, apparently she loves getting TSA pat-downs. And things just got weird, right? Right. She said, quote, uh, they're getting very sensitive with the pat-down. And I'm kind of like into it. Wow. She says, I like human touch, you know? No, I don't know. No. Like, don't Nobody touch knows. me. <laughs> I can't believe we are even quoting her for saying that. No. What a waste well, of a couple of seconds. <laughs> that's horrible. No, I'm no, I'm not. I'm not. Not if that's you. Not a, I just, a, an attempt to grab a headline to get 30 more seconds of coverage. Wow. Say something outrageous like that. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's Miley Cyrus for you. There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fits happens live. Fits happens live. Believe it or not, we all have those stories where you know we kick out the conversation. Hey, believe it or not, and uh, those are exactly what we want to hear from you right now. If you have uh, you know that story where you always kick out the conversation, believe it or not, again we want to hear from you. Uh, I got one, and 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 everyone in the studio can uh, you know attest to this that. Um, a long time ago, I filled in for Regis on Live with Regis and Kelly. Regis Fieldman is who I'm talking about. And, and so I went in there and did the show with Kelly Ripa for a day. And I, the guest we were interviewing was Anthony Hopkins, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Uh, and believe it or not, four months after my appearance on Live with Regis and Kelly, Sir Anthony Hopkins sent me a text message wondering if I was going to be near Martha's Vineyard uh, to have lunch, and if I would like to have lunch with him and his lovely, lovely, uh, was it his wife? Do you remember, Drew? I think, I think so. The, the amazing part about the story, I, and you, I've heard and, this. And you saw the, yeah, you, yeah, I've heard the story, and it's amazing, but the part I can't, I've never asked this directly, because I can't picture it. Did you swap digits with Anthony Hopkins personally, or was this like through his assistant? Like, did you say, hey, hey, Tony, get out your phone, I'm going to give you my number. <laughs> this... <laughs> Uh, I did ask him for his phone number. I, no, no, no. This was uh, from his personal cell phone number. 
Yeah. And that was... But I mean, I, what I'm saying is the exchange of numbers so that you, happened backstage yeah, at, at the Regis show, did you... How did it happen? How do you get Anthony Hopkins' number? Or how does he get your number? Do you talk to him directly? Yeah, does it, an it, assistant say, uh, Mr. Hopkins, Sir Hopkins would like your number, please? Uh, I think he got my number. Yeah, it was like a representation sort of oh, thing. Oh, okay. So, okay, I got But you. now you're getting into some, some details, and, and I do not want to let but I think much that's more of that very, very special story in my life out. Mm-hmm. I just think that's an interesting part of the story because people wonder sure. how you get a celebrity's number, how they get your number. Well, I didn't have his number; he had my number. Ooh. Well, did you have his number after he sent it, or did it come I from did. like a yeah, burner? Absolutely. <laughs> you really what? You think he, you think he went into it? You think uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins went into a Costco and got a burner phone, and then he threw it away after he <laughs> he, he did that thing uh, they do in the movies where he cracks it in half uh, and throws it in the dumpster. I just <laughs> no, that would have been Gene Hackman. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I just called this radio guy. Must destroy the. Must destroy the phone before he finds me. You know, yeah, he's a sweet man, Sir Anthony. Right, so anyway, what did believe he smell it or not, like? he smelled like mothballs, like a sweet little grandpa. Oh, he smelled like a little grandpa, and, and he always made me cry from that movie he did with Brad Pitt, where he played the father, where he played like death. Who was it? Mm-hmm. Or he played the oh, guy? Uh, who's meet Joe there. Black. Meet yeah. Joe Black. Oh my gosh, and that then was, he was such also a movie. With Brad Pitt and Legend of the Fall. Legends Ooh. of the Fall. Urgh. Tristan. Yes, my boy. He was the colonel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great Colonel, movie. Colonel did not. He, he was brilliant as the Colonel, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Silence of the Lambs. So no, anyway, true I mean, story. My, my gosh, we could go all day long. So believe it or not, believe it or not, stories right now. Wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, it happens live. And now, and here's now, my and daddy. Now, it's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. <laughs> barely made it back from the potty. I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Didn't want to miss the what are you kidding me stories because... They wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> Just be us staring well, at each other. You know what? These stories have to be told. Someone has got to report the news that did not make the news as I kick it off now with a special consumer watch. It don't smell like chicken. KFC is giving away candles that smell like Gravy. Now, remember over the holidays, KFC, we talked about during the What Are You Kidding Me stories, KFC was giving away, like, uh, logs. You could buy them. Yule logs that you could put them in your fireplace. You could buy them and they smell like chicken. You cook them, put them in the fireplace, and it smells like chicken throughout your house. They're genius. Because they say your sense of smell is the most close. It's the fastest link to your memory, to your feelings. So... By they're they're coming at you from your olfactory sense. They're coming at you from smells. It's genius. They're gonna get everyone hooked on KFC, and it's gonna like sort of uh, uh, subliminally make you want to drive to your nearest KFC and just buy a big old bucket of chicken, absolutely, and gravy. How could you sit there and smell a gravy scented candle and not want? To? I wouldn't want to light a gravy scented candle. Ah, oh, well, you haven't lived. <laughs> Maybe for right now they are only in the UK and. Uh, there's not very many of them, but but anyway, I think I, I think we have exclusive audio. Do we have audio of this? We sure do. <laughs> well, let's see what this is. I'm sure it's it's gonna be a big one. Breathe in the soothing aroma of KFC gravy. It's all gravy, baby. <laughs> oh, we got we have to save that clip. <laughs> I just remembered something. Yeah. The British are crazy for KFC. Do you remember the chicken shortage? 
Oh my God! About yes. a year and a half ago, and the it, whole island went nuts. You're right. There was a chicken shortage in uh, in England. They were right? rioting in the streets because KFC's all yes, shut down. Yes, they do love KFC. If we ever wanted to take over England, like you know, we could go and just stop all the chicken. Yeah, pull the colonel. Yeah, we ought uh, we ought to open a Chick Fil A in the UK. Oh my God, that's brilliant! Right next to Big Ben. <laughs> it it's like that huge. song, Chick Fil A in the UK. I think it was the Chick Fil A in the UK. <laughs> and there you go. You got the. What are, are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. So a guy in Oregon collapsed while he was mowing his lawn earlier this month, and. Uh, you're like, okay, Fitz, how's that the good stuff? A guy collapses, well, right? This is a terrible good stuff. Well, after that happened, firefighters got him to the hospital. They finished mowing his lawn for him. <gasps> what? Isn't that something? Luckily, the guy is uh, he's doing fine. This is his wife, along with two firefighters, talking about it. Got him up on their gurney. He says, well, I hope you guys are going to stick around and mow my lawn. And they just laughed. And I got my purse and stuff. And I heard the lawnmower start, and I thought, well, they must be putting it away. He was mowing our lawn, oh. and I couldn't believe it that he would do that. Those guys are unreal that they did that for us. We're starting to load our rig up. I'm like, hey, where's where's Eric at? And he's like, oh, Eric's back cutting the grass. I just looked around <laughs> and I saw the lawnmower sitting there, and maybe a six-foot strip that had started mowing. And I thought this was an opportunity to help out a community member. If you see an opportunity to make a difference for somebody, take it. I just touched my heart. I think it's just amazing. That's how much they care about people. It's amazing. That's why we love our first responders. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Every day, Fitch happens. Find me on Insta. Find me on the Insta. Instagram. At Follow Fitz. Two words. Follow Fitz with a Z. Let's be friends right now. Um, anybody watch The Bachelorette the other night? Kind of getting into it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm kind of getting into it. <laughs> Ladies, will some will you will you guys call up and tell Bethany to quit being rude to me about loving the Bachelorette? I am honored to be a six foot seven individual who loves the Bachelorette. I didn't realize there was a height requirement, height limit. To well, the what I'm saying is, there's not many big dudes, Drew, who will, could sit there and admit their love and, Boy, and passion for a truth. show like the Bachelorette, huh? I said, "Boy, isn't that the truth?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, know, you don't, don't even know about. I bet you don't even know about Hannah, do you? Or Connor? Nope. Is this the season when they all dressed up in like mascot costumes? <laughs> Did I see that on TV somewhere? I think. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> that I might I might watch. Actually, I think that was the NBA All Star Game you're watching. Oh, okay. It looks the same. <laughs> do they do that on The Bachelorette too? I, I I know there was something in, in in the media about someone dressed up in like a beaver costume or a well, squirrel or something. No, no, that's. You must be talking about uh, the pleasure suite. Oh, is that another one of those shows? All right, let's move on. No. Anyway, uh, right here, guys. Hannah brings some of the men to a hospital to try a labor simulator. Drew, listen to this from The Bachelorette. How accurate is this, Dr. Mary? I would say this is pretty accurate. Now, here we go. The baby's coming. Oh. (laughs) This might be a big one. I don't know if I believe it. I think they're really shocking them saying, this is really how it feels to have a... I don't know if I believe that. Those labor well, simulators. Well, the thing that they do is just like uh, a TENS unit that you put on your back, 
you know, for like. That's a, what it is. But that's what is it, that how they feel? And it causes muscle contractions. But so what they do is they crank that up super high. Is that is that comparable? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what a contraction is. The way that it's thing was warming up, though, that wee, it sounded like they were using the paddles on them. Yeah, yeah it sure did. Bringing them back to life. Yeah. Uh, well, Drew, on The Bachelorette, Connor S. got a note from Hannah. Connor S. Saying that she's too sick to go on their date. Like we're on first grade. Listen. Connor S. Connor, I'm so sorry, but I have to cancel my plans for a date today. I'm not feeling 100%. Oh. Please come over to my hotel suite to come keep over. me company. Is he Canadian? Love Hannah. Oh. All right, guys. Got to go uh, Go see Hannah. Make her feel better. Yeah, go get her better for us, man. She's better, man. All right. Hey, bro. Bro. Yeah, go get her better for Sorry, us, dude. Bro. I got to go see Hannah. <laughs> I got to go see Hannah. Obviously, she, she, she's sick, right? But what she, are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but she wants me to come over to her suite. But Stuart, what are you doing here? I was invited by Hannah. Stuart. All right, well, oh, hang on a second. I'm not done. <laughs> Hannah tells Luke that he's too confident, assuming that he's going to win. Listen. I've been struggling a little bit with it because I just feel like you already think it's like promised to you. And that bothers me a lot. Like, I feel like you're confidence in this kind of makes me irritated mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way well can i just cut you off for a second honestly i'm happy we're having this conversation oh, speaking yeah hold on let me talk all right sir i don't like 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 i want you to like focus on me mm-hmm. and you do that but you also don't respect that i do have other relationships here like for me you, you don't respect the fact that I'm dating 27 other guys at the same time as you. I need my space. <laughs> and you need to focus more on me <laughs> while I focus on them. Fitz happens live. This is Fitz territory. Fitz happens live. And we are back. If you're on Twitter, I'm on Twitter. Follow Fitz with a Z. That is two words. Follow Fitz. Just like you do on social media. You follow people on social media. What now? Follow Fitz. You and I could be friends. And uh, there's Drew. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. I'd like to report the, the latest trend right now and see if one of us would be willing to step up and attempt to do this for the show and all of our listeners who follow us on a daily basis, who follow our lives and follow this show and are very loyal and set uh, uh, this show as their P1 button, as their number one preset. So I would hope that one of you would do this. From the pastures to the runway, dressing like a milkmaid could be one of the hottest <laughs> summer trends. Drew? Drew, you. What? I think if you really cared about this show, you would do it. I don't know. What what is a milkmaid dress like? Is that like the St. Pauli girl? The beer girl? What is the St. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That, like, like the, the Swedish? Outfit. And then like, oh, is it German? German. It's, like, German. it's like the German girls at the uh, oh, Oktoberfest. Yeah. Oh, sons of papas. Things oh, are pushed up and out. Do you know why I could... Do you know why I'm allowed to do that accent? Like when I go, ah, signs of papas. Do you know why? Why don't? Because I am German. That's why I could do that. But anyway, I don't know if that's what the outfit is. It could be, like like German fest outfit, right? I either picture that or no. like Cinderella from the beginning of the movie. Bethany, uh, what does a milkmaid look like? Yeah, it's, it's more like a baby right doll. Now. It's more like a baby doll. Oh, I mean, like no. kind of like a sexy. It's, it is kind of oh. sexy. Okay, Drew, you're doing you're doing the milkmaid. Mm, that ain't yeah. gonna happen. Well, this is the thing right now because uh, fashion experts are saying that it's really in for the summer. 
and apparently women love the milkmaid dresses. I mean, they really am right now for the summertime. Well, if you are looking to update your summer wardrobe, you may want to think about going country. All right. Denver Williams shows us the latest fashion trend that has city women looking farm girl chic. From the pastures country to the outfit? Runway, milkmaid dresses are the unexpected summer trend. I think it's very feminine with the neckline and the ruffles. I think that it's really easy to wear because it's so comfortable. It comes from like that field, rural <laughs> vibe. The milkmaid dress is super nice and comfy. I think it's, it goes well with anybody with any shape, the figures. What do you think? Show me the milkmaid dress. Okay. Uh, and how long is it, how, how long is it going to be trending? Well, who knows? I mean, probably it'll be a nice summer summer so that's okay like so it's a like a sundress in yeah, a way that's not yeah. the first one she showed me the first one she showed me i recognized and as then, a milkmaid well, i love sundresses yeah one. everyone does this is yeah also a milkmaid dress oh my goodness i say yes mm-hmm. i'm all for it <laughs> i'll be happy to wear that it looks actually pretty comfortable yeah like these are, um, these are both considered milkmaid dresses see one's long one's short but They've, yeah. they've got kind of the gingham kind of look to them. You You're know? right, though. They and do just look like summer dresses. They're, they're sundresses. sundresses. It's like a sundress. Yeah. Everything old is new again. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, guys. There's, there's really no, nothing new in fashion. There's nothing new. Everything old is new again. Everything's going to be making a comeback. They just put something on that they took off a while ago. Yeah. This is Fitz Happens Live. 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 Fitz Happens Live. Welcome to Friday Eve, ladies and gentlemen. Check out our website, followfits.com. Followfits with a Z.com. There uh, you'll be able to see some stuff about the show. You can check out the PAB, the podcast after the broadcast. Listen to us, your time, your way. Uh, is there anyone listening who paid for their wedding? Anyone listening who paid for their wedding? I'd love to hear from you. How much did you spend on your wedding? I just discovered an app and a website that shows uh, how rich you would be if you invested the money that you spent on your wedding. Well, this is gonna—I'm gonna feel guilty here because yeah. I did get married once. Yes, you um, did. <laughs> about, about 13, 14 years ago, uh, my at that point mother-in-law paid for the whole wedding. She'd saved money for her girls to get married, and I, she was a wonderful woman. I, ironically, I loved the mother-in-law. <laughs> do you still do you still uh, talk to the mother-in-law? No, that wouldn't be appropriate, but. She spent, I believe, about $15,000 on the wedding. Yeah. That of her was, own that, cash. Of her own money that she had been saving for that purpose. And then the, the marriage didn't last. And so that, I feel kind of crappy about that. I think it would be better for her to have that money for herself. All right. So let's just say, let's just say you got married 20 years ago and you spent $10,000. It would be worth more than $65,000 right uh, now. She could have retired early. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, by the way, if you want to check on this, just Google, did you spend too much on your wedding? You can Google that right now. Did you spend too much on your wedding? If you got married five years ago and spent 10000 it'd be worth more than $20,000 right now. Bethy and I, my wife and I, we decided to pay for our own wedding, too. And, I mean, I guess the main... We should have... Just- we we should have done a destination wedding, but the great part of it was is that our, our you know the people who mattered were there, right? That was great, but... I just wish we would have like gone to Hawaii or somewhere and, and save the money, save the money, right? Do you wish you could w- do it differently, or did you l- like the way it all went down? Or just have done something kind of small with the people that mattered the most being there, and then the other ones just having like a party with our family or whatever to celebrate it later on. Yeah, 
My sister did something similar. She was in the middle of planning this wedding, and everyone, you know how everyone adds in, and everyone says, well, you've got to invite my boss, and oh, no, you've got to invite the the person who was our yes, neighbor growing up, and, you got, and they start heaping on. It, it grew so far out of control that my sister literally just said, cancel it. I'm canceling everything. I love that about your sister. And she took all of us to Vegas, and just, like, immediate friends and family. So it was, like, the best best man, best woman. Uh, you know what? Sisters, I- parents, and we went to Vegas, we had a little thing there, and then they threw a big reception at my mom's yard because she has a great mm-hmm. big property. They threw a big reception yeah. there, so she just reduced the whole thing. I noticed that uh, with with our wedding, Bethany, that it became so political. Like people in my family were saying, "Well, you've you've got to send an invitation," yep. and, and I got so angry. Like, I didn't whoa, used to whoa, understand whoa. that, and I even said to my mother, "What have they done for me lately? What have they done for me lately? Have they reached out, said hello, you know, anything other than judge people? Mm-hmm. Why, uh, why are they coming to my wedding?" And you're right, it cost you so hundreds of dollars. Cost me a lot of money, yeah. I paid for that red velvet cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just Google again. Did you spend too much money on your wedding? The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Stand by in just a little bit. We're going to go straight out of country, and Lauren Elena has a big announcement. I'll tell you all about it in minutes. Drew, standing by with the Thursday reality check. The first major trial in the opioid crisis. Oklahoma's attorney general is suing Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, this is such big news. So the trial actually kicked off on Tuesday, and this is the first of its kind. This is going to be... This is being observed by everyone as a potentially precedent-setting trial. It's the first major lawsuit of a state suing a drug maker. Uh, uh, Oklahoma's team said, and I quote, uh, Johnson & Johnson opioids helped create the worst man-made public health crisis in history. That was part of their opening comments. So they are really... And basically that they're saying that they knew about this and the... Uh, uh, addiction issues with this drug like in the 90s? That is the claim. So, uh, it, this is a multi-billion dollar lawsuit, but what's more important even than this is that there are hundreds of similar lawsuits around the country, and if this one goes in the favor of the state, it sets the precedent for other states to basically use that as an example. Johnson and that- Johnson is actually saying that it's the fault of the doctors who over who overprescribe the medication it's not actually their fault so if all the states uh obviously sue does that sort of bankrupt the uh, opiate industry well uh possibly now people right now there is also kind of a run people are looking at should we be dumping johnson johnson stock right now because if they were to lose this case and lose billions and it would set all kinds of new potential laws for the way they could do business, it could change everything. So, So, yeah, obviously this is just the beginning. Yeah, and to answer what Bethany said, an attorney for the state of Oklahoma said uh, Johnson Johnson was motivated to increase the sales. So they were always doing things that pushed sales up, which right. meant telling salespeople to how to tell doctors how to prescribe it and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. this is a really important thing because obviously the nation is hurting badly with the opioid crisis and they're looking for somewhere Someone to start to that blame cascade. Yeah. Right? Somebody's responsible. Right. Uh, so <clears throat> a man set himself on fire outside the White House yesterday. This is scary stuff. 
Uh, we don't know much about the case right now. It's still a developing story. Have you seen that video? Yeah, it's just crazy. It I did mean, not watch it. No. My it's gosh. It's not something I want to. Well, shout out to the first responders because they literally just went they, up and they, they put him out. Yeah, and they actually saved the guy. So yeah. He is he oh. is in the hospital getting treatment right yeah. now. We don't know if it was a political statement. We don't know if it was an accident. We don't, I mean, it was most likely some kind of a statement. This is something that harkens back to like the Vietnam protest when monks were doing it in Saigon. And there's a famous picture of that. Uh, just crazy times, I guess. Uh, so this story you're going to find probably very hard to believe. According to J.D. Power's 20, 2019 survey, airplane airline satisfaction is at an all-time high. Oh, this is a PR campaign. All the complaints we hear, the shrinking seats, the shrinking legroom, there's no food, there's no amenities, all this stuff. It's It's like flying cattle cars. And they're saying that according to J.D. Power, who is a third-party organization, airline satisfaction, all-time high. This is public relations at its finest. Yeah. So you're saying you don't believe it. Are you... no, I don't. J.D. Power is a very reputable organization. Yeah. They are they are considered impartial okay. in just about everything. All right. Well, then, then J.B. Powers, give me some leg room. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, the Thursday reality check. Now. It's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. Lauren Elena has got a big announcement, you guys. She couldn't be more excited. And a guess is in the studio. Why do you think that Lauren Elena is excited right now? Drew. New album coming out. Okay. Bethany, the mouth from the South. Why is Lauren Elena excited? Mm, new pair of shoes? Nope. <laughs> nope. Not that either. She's uh, just announced her first headlining tour. Oh, good for her. Yeah, she's headlining Uh-oh. now. I have such a big announcement that I am so excited about. I was a little girl with a dream from Rossville, Georgia, who started singing at three, started writing songs at nine, started going to Nashville when I was 10, and then when I was 16, I got second place on American Idol, and I have done so many amazing things ever since. And I always love when you all come up to me and you say, hey, wait, are you that girl that I saw opening up for Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan, Alan Jackson, Martina McBride, Blake Shelton? Are you that girl that sings What Is with Kane Brown? Aren't you that girl that sings Road Less Traveled and Reba called and told you that you won an ACM? And my answer is yes. That girl was me, and that girl is going on her very first headlining tour this fall on the That Girl Was Me tour. We're taking our buddy Fillmore, and we can't wait to see you there. Wonderful news. You, you have a look on your face over there like you're not excited about the Lauren Elena tour. I'm very excited about Lauren Elena. We love you, girl. I really do like Lauren Elena. I just thought the announcement was it's like she read every fan email she'd gotten in the last week. Every fan tweet. Is it weird that when, when artists make these announcements about you know the tours and headlining tour, I feel sorry for them because I see... A lot of times how exhausted they are as they're traveling from city to city, road to road. There's no question. That, it, is, it, it is a grind. It's, it's, a, it's, a a bus, grind. it's a bus life. It's a bus life. Well, and then and then you get wow. to the thing, and they set up, and then you got to go in the back, and then you do the meet and greet stuff, and then you do the the press, the local press. Look, oh, I'm not saying that you know there aren't some pitfalls, and um, it's not all it's it's not always all it's cracked up to be. That's for sure. But there's a lot of people out there busting but they're at 45. They're not digging ditches, right? You know they're what not I'm saying, and, yeah. And not that there's anything wrong with digging ditches. I'm week. just saying, you know. It's it's a lot tougher. We're to saying do that. yeah, we're saying everybody out there doing the real work. Yeah, out there busting it. Respect. Respect to you. You're right. 
You're absolutely right. Because yeah. uh, that headline you, tour is going to earn her millions of dollars. So in the light of that, How it's really you, not Drew? hard work. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have to come in here and work with you guys, so I guess she's <laughs> off the hook. I've got it real hard. I bet she wishes she could, though. Probably. You know? Lauren loves to chill with us. What's up, Lauren? Uh, Casey Musgraves, Brooks and Dunn, Miranda Lambert, and Martina McBride are going to be featured at this year's ACM Honors. It's the show where they recognize honorees and off-camera winners from last month's ACM, and it's being taped August 21st and will air in a later date. So it sounds like another, you know, it's another another, an, another award, show. award show. No, it sounds like there's milking a previous award show for more. Yes, that's time. what it is. It's Listen, a, it's these are the extension. winners that weren't on the show, so we're gonna have a show for them now. Yeah. Good. Remember heavens. that award show we had a month ago? Now you're gonna watch more of it this month. Right. It's just too much of that stuff, don't you think? Yeah. Give us the purity of the music. Yeah. Make it about the lyric. And about the listener and the experience that the listener has with the music. Not patting yourselves on the back and giving each other awards. Like, let's just get out. These artists should be out on the streets, out on the, you know, touring. I mean, who who knew that this... Why why are you all (laughs) going against the artist today? No, I, I... I'm going against the industry sometimes. I, I think sometimes yes, the industry has gotten a little self-important. Yes. And there's two, that that's how I feel about award shows. If you get an award, great. But let's don't make another award and then another one, another one, another. There, there's six award shows a year. There's one every other month. Oh, I think I there's more say, than that just now. Just in the country genre, there's like 14 awards. Right. Oh, shows. I'm saying yeah. just for country, there's there's six awards. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, next month we're getting ready for the CCCCC. That's the country is country song of country. <laughs> Next on the Country Wars for Country. In our country. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It happens live. No rest high on that mouth. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. War is hell. This is sentiment that has been around for centuries because it's true. And this idea is why all the men and women who prepare to face that hell and the ones who do face that hell deserve our utmost respect and honor. Today we are honoring an American who faced his hell in Vietnam and lived to tell the story. Today we're saluting David L. Munsey of the United States Army. David arrived in Vietnam on December 7th, 1967. And this was near the peak of the violence in the war and a very dangerous time to be in the country. And David was shot by an enemy sniper while on patrol just one month after arriving. When he was transported to the field hospital for treatment, it was attacked and nearly destroyed the very next day. David was hit by shrapnel in the face and in the forehead in the attack, but he survived. He received two purple hearts for his injuries. And listen to this. This kind of puts everything in perspective. He was just 18 years old oh, wow. at the time. I mean, he could have been. Think and about that. December of 67. Yeah. He was probably fresh out of high school. Probably just graduated a few months before that. 
an 18-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Put yourself back there at 18. It's a lot of responsibility. Uh, and this salute was actually sent to me by David's brother, Ronald Munsey, who says his brother is a very proud veteran and uh, is still involved in the military community. Just recently, the two of them traveled to West Tennessee for services to honor unclaimed veterans' remains. And this salute is also a happy birthday because Ronald also tells me that his brother David L. Munsey of the United States Army is turning 70 years old. Happy birthday. uh, Yeah. There you go, my friend. We live in the land of the free because of the brave. Saluting David L. Munsey of the United States Army. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no This is the Fit Show. And now, now, FIT with his E's world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I am your what are you kidding me anchorman, and I'm here for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Doing what I what I bring to the world, kind of. Look, you're born for uh, it. Yeah, thank you, Drew. <laughs> thank you, you stupid bachelorette people. That's the title of the story. Another TV weatherman ranted when people on social media complained about interrupting normal coverage for a tornado warning. This time it was in Ohio and it happened Monday night during the Bachelorette. People went nuts that the weather got. By the way, I should say that some unbelievable, horrific tornadoes hit Ohio that night. So people don't care. Right. Yeah. Because people are losing their, their you know what minds. Right. <laughs> Sure, there's a possibility we're all about to die, but you're right. right. Who gets the rose? <laughs> yeah. I miss yeah. that you know? music sting where it goes dun-dun, and then it shows close-up shots of everyone's eyes. I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio, by the way. Uh, I think this is the weatherman and his rant. Heavy rain is between you and the tornado. I was just checking social media. We have viewers complaining already. Just go back to the show. No, we're not going back to the show, folks. This is a dangerous situation, okay? <laughs> it's nice rain. Think about this if this was your neighborhood. I'm sick and tired of people complaining about this. Our job here is to keep people safe, and that is what we're going to do. Some of you complain that this is all about my ego. Stop, okay? Just stop right now. It's not. I'm, st- I'm done with you people. I really am. This is oh a get up, get up. dangerous situation here. Wow. All right. I'm sorry I did that. I'm just, <laughs> it just really bothers me that we have people that don't care about other people's safety around here. That's just ridiculous. He should have got like a rose and crumpled it up and just yeah. jumped on it. And then back to the Doppler. You right. Nobody gets the rose. <laughs> That's right. Fitz happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. Let's see what is trending right now. Guy uh, Fiari. Guy Fiari. Who, who's Guy Fiari again? He's the, the guy from diners, drive-ins, and dive bars or whatever. He goes around goes. the country and he has yeah, you know, he's different got crazy so hair. Really, the blonde hair, right? right. Spiky really, hair. Yeah. Uh, this is trending. Guy Fiari's wife says she hates his frosted hair. It's kind of cruel. 
you know that someone has to be married to Guy Fieri, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've never really watched him. I just... No, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Bethany's standing by with the Fitz Files. What's going on today? Well, you know, David Letterman's new show. Uh, well, it's not a new show, actually. His, um, Well, it's certainly not the late show. But uh, it's called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. It's on Netflix. Um, he has a lot of uh, people. Ellen DeGeneres is on the new season. Also, Kanye West, which I'm really interested in watching. And Kanye gets pretty candid about his bipolar diagnosis, which um, I think is going to be pretty cool. He says, quote, if you want these crazy ideas and these crazy stages, this crazy music and this crazy way of thinking, there's a chance it might come from a crazy person. Oh, I love that. He's speaking from my soul. <laughs> and I think he's well, speaking for me too. Thank you. I, I don't I've know never why. agreed with anything he said, but that's cool. Be- because I don't know what he's going to say, yeah. I'm probably going to watch it just right. to see what he's going to say. Um, sad news. <laughs> Thank you. Um, sad news because Kit Harrington, apparently he was suffering from um, just general exhaustion and a little bit of alcohol abuse. Um, also, I think he was dealing with the emotions of his character coming to an end on Game of Thrones. He was very, very um, emotional about it. They actually showed a documentary last week, I believe it was, um, on Sunday night. And it showed um, the actors doing the final table read. And it showed him getting emotional. Like, for instance, whenever he found out that his character kills Daenerys, he, like, tears up and... Anyway, he also dealt with um, he had he had, he struggled to deal with the fame that the show had uh, thrust him into basically overnight, and um, he has entered a type of rehab. One hundred twenty thousand dollars a month. Yeah, um, they're calling it a wellness retreat, yeah. but it is what kind of like you, you a can buy a lot of wellness for one hundred twenty k every month. I wonder Ooh. what 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 why it is one hundred twenty thousand dollars a month. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I, I really don't understand that. Who could explain that amount of money? That's $4,000 a day. Who is worth... The, uh, what What doctor is charging that much? I really want to know that. I, I, I can't imagine... Because that is not right. That's taking advantage of probably someone who, who jumped into some wealth, and it's taking advantage of their money. I'm sorry. Well, in a vulnerable state. I, I think, think for 120000 a month? Well, and Miley Cyrus, well, apparently she loves getting TSA pat-downs. And things just got weird, right? Right. She said, quote, uh, they're getting very sensitive with the pat down, and I'm kind of like into it. Wow. She says, I like human touch, you know? No, I don't know. Like, don't touch me. (laughs) I can't believe we are even quoting her for saying that. No. What a waste of a couple of seconds. (laughs) That's horrible. No, No, I'm not. I'm not. Not if that's you, not a, just... an attempt to grab a headline to get 30 more seconds of coverage, wow! say something outrageous like that. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's Miley Cyrus for you. There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Yeah. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebooks Instagrams Maybe Snapchat. Yes, it's the good, the bad, the ugly. Your questions, your comments, and your concerns about the show. 
Uh, thank you so much for being here, everybody. We appreciate you listening every single day. This is from Andrew. Hey, Fitz. I was wondering if I can get a shout-out for my 10th wedding anniversary. On June 4th, my wife Trisha and I are celebrating 10 years. It's also my 40th birthday. I know getting married on my birthday was the worst idea ever, but so far it's working out. Andrew. Okay, shout-out to Andrew. Yeah, and Go. happy birthday at the same time. Yes, congratulations. Congratulations on a decade. That's really That's awesome. That's really saying something these days, I think. That's right. A lot further than I made it. Bethany and I, uh, well, we've been together a long, long time. I mean, yeah. we uh, we were living in sin for a period of time. Have you and not, then, is it not been 10 yeah. years yet? Oh, oh yeah. since we've been together? No, married, I mean. Oh, married? What year was uh, your No, wedding? it has not been 10 years yet. It was Pretty 2011. Close, we've been together, like, for how long? We've been together for 16 yeah, you... years. Wow. I feel like y'all have been married forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your wedding is taking a toll on me. So do we. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jesse says, hey, what's up with Drew saying Aladdin wasn't that good? I saw it with my kids and we all loved it. Fitz, I heard you and your kids talking about it. Oh, my God. You said you saw it with your kids. What is Drew's deal? I mean, I've heard you say that he really hates children, but does he really? He seems very bitter sometimes. Drew, the people are speaking. See, they're, he- they're, they're hearing going- what you say, not what I say. Oh, sure, I said it was sure going to be. It, it was the pick of the week. I gave it, it the pick of the week. It was the pick of the week, yes. Yeah. But they- you didn't. I remember, and Thank yes, you, he did say that it was good. I he said, said it was, it was good. really good. You didn't say it was good like I said it was good. No, I, he wasn't raving. I, maybe, but- I wasn't excited about it, but as, you, as excited as you were, but I said it was a good movie, and I gave it the pick of the week, so. I'm getting a lot of heat for this because of you, because you told people I said it was bad. Just because you don't like the arts <laughs> and choreography, you know? Oh, this is from Shannon. Hey, Fitz. Oh, this is so nice. Sometimes I'm really jealous of Bethany for getting to be married to you, Fitz. You're so much fun. I imagine you laugh a lot and have a fun household, but sometimes I think she must be the strongest woman on earth. <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> she snuck it on. <laughs> Let's move to the next one. <laughs> no, let's let's finish that one. But sometimes I think she uh, must be the strongest woman on earth when she's telling stories about how you never clean up after yourself or somebody else's crazy stories with your kids. That's not true. I do clean up after myself. Mm-hmm. So, Bethany, which is it? Is it a dream every day being with that handsome individual? Or are you going crazy a little more each day? <laughs> P.S. I'm not trying to be mean. I really do love your show. Sincerely, Shannon. Shannon? Both. <laughs> yeah, that's That's right. true. That's right. it, it really is. I am a little crazier every day, and I'm living the dream. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's life could be a lot worse than it is, and, and we have a good relationship, and I love you. Yes, and we used and to have, have like two Russian household cleaners, and, and they'd come over, the two Russian, yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah, that has wonderful. nothing to do with you just picking up after yourself, and we're working on that. We're, okay, we're gonna get and we're, we're working on you, too. Yes. <laughs> You're getting a little better yourself. Yeah, but the only thing I is I have that- problem with one thing. That is my sink. No. Period. I got a, a, the sink. That is it. Anything else, I got nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. I once heard a guy say that the wisest piece of marriage advice he'd give is have separate sinks, like separate bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. And then you never get in each other's way. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So anyway, uh, feel free to reach out to the show anytime. All right, everybody, what have we learned today for Thursday? It's May 30th. Oh, my gosh, can you believe it? 2019. Uh, And this is where you let us know what you picked up from our show, because that's what we do. We share, we chat, 
We connect. We care. We, we share care. and we care. Sharing is caring. I learned that the happiest people in the world <laughs> are women who aren't married and don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. So is that saying my wife is not happy Didn't at all? Didn't need a study for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and the happiest Dang. men are what? Uh, married. Men have men. the opposite experience. Married men are happier than single men. That's right. Yes. Because they've got women. The women are taking care yeah, of the men. For the same reason the, the woman's yeah. happier. The, the man's happier. The woman's happier. Yeah. yeah, but that's only if the lady's taking care of her man. You know what I mean? True. If well, the lady's not taking care of her happy. man, then she's happy. Mm-hmm. They're happy if they're being taken care of. Well, that's what I'm saying. The yeah. guys are happy. It, your study says that. So. Sure. And the other ladies uh, that are single, they're happy because they're not taking care of anybody. That's it. Except for themselves. That's right. Makes sense. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Good science there. All right. Hey, Drew, what have we learned today? Well, I learned from Fitz today that you should never spend money on a wedding. Period. That's right. Uh, he pointed us to a website that tells you how much that money will be worth someday. Don't waste your money. He, like he tw- instructed me specifically never to spend money on Like 20 years ago, let's just say you spent $10,000 on your wedding. Right now, you would have $65,000 in the bank. Wow. If you would have invested that $10,000. All right. Um, so if you want to message me right now, tell me what you spent on your wedding, I'll tell you how much money you could have had. <laughs> Bethany, what have we learned today? I learned that The Bachelorette is just as ridiculous as I've always oh, thought it was. Oh, it's so good. Why am I the only one in my household who loves The Bachelorette? That girl, Hannah, I mean, uh, no, I don't know anything about her personally. Up, I've Hannah? only listened to uh, clips from the show, but her crying to that guy. <laughs> Hannah knows what she wants. No, she... And I am ab- and I'm absolutely right there with her. I agree that she should have... That guy should have focused on her a little bit more. Well, she says that he does focus on her enough, but he doesn't respect the fact that she's in a lot of other relationships. (laughs) At the same time. (laughs) Listen, if you're going to be with me, you can't have a problem with me being with 20 other guys. Yeah, my grandma always told me that if a guy doesn't respect the 22 other guys you're dating, then you better kick him to the curb. All right, you guys, uh, we'll see you tomorrow for the Friday show. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you then. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fitz Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.